Hey everyone, it's Kirk McLean here, and you're watching Clay's Canucks Commentary. Hey Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary Live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this is my Canucks take all in one take. It is Tuesday night. October the 17th. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for Daily Connects Insight that's positive, timely, and trustworthy. That was a tough one. I think we can um, put a halt on our parade plans for now, but you know, it's, it's weird. Yes, the Connects lost 2 nothing, and we're going to break it down for sure, but maybe it's because the game was so darn early. I'm I'm not happy with the result, but I'm actually at peace with it. Not that it matters if I'm at peace at it. It just, uh, I'm, I was upset. Uh, upset's too strong of a word. Obviously, I was disappointed. I want the Canucks to win every single game. I know that they're not going to. I know you're saying, Clay, maybe you're already going too easy on them because um, it was a pr pretty bad performance. Uh, yeah, most of the performance, uh, the performance was really bad. But I still look at the standings. I look at them at two and one, and I see other teams like Seattle that have not won a game yet in four games. So uh, we're doing okay. It's not great. Uh, again, I would much rather be sitting here after a win, but I want to get your feelings on it in a few minutes. But let's get going. Let me do my intro. I want to um, say moderators, do what you need to do to keep this a safe and positive space. Members of Legends Hall of Fame and Franchise members, thanks for uh, your support as always and to everyone else, no matter where you're watching from. Whether my beautiful neighborhood of Richmond in Seaston, in the Lower Mainland, in the city, province, country, continent, around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, or better, all three. But the fact that you are here with me right now, I want to say that I always appreciate you and I never, ever take you for granted. So as we get going, you can subscribe so you can get active in the chat section and get notified of my videos every day. You can like this video. There are 42 of you in here already. Thank you. Uh, only 12 likes, so let's bump that up. I appreciate it when you like this video. It helps out the algorithm. You can leave a donation and get the donation train out of the station. You can gift a membership, which is the same as a $5 donation, and get someone a franchise membership for a month. You can also use a membership message, which Carol just did, which I'll, which I'll get to in a second. Or you can buy your own membership or upgrade your own membership. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. So... I will uh, speak for the first 15, 20 minutes. I'll talk about the game. I'll talk about the trade. And then I'll turn it over to all of you just to see how you're feeling right now. I want to do a, a vibe check now that we're three games into the season. But Carol is being awesome. Carol is doing uh, Carol things. So let's recognize both of what both things that Carol has done. First, Carol uses her 24-month membership message to say, just want to say thanks for doing the stream. I can't believe I made it two years. I was wondering how your leg is. Thank you. Yet it has been two years. Carol, it feels like you've been a member for longer than two years, but you, uh, in, from in, terms of, in terms of donations, it feels like you've been here for 20 years in a good way. And my leg is good. I feel really good, actually. I am exactly three weeks away from getting the boot off and starting my physio. So I can now at least see a light near the end of the tunnel. I'm not talking about my ring lights in here. I'm talking about a light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel good. I feel good. I, I feel strong. I can actually walk on it with no crutches, like obviously with a bit of a limp, but I'm not supposed to do too much of that just yet. But thank you for asking, Carol, and thank you for using your membership message. And thank you for donating as well. 
Carol Gifts, five memberships, equivalent of a $25 donation. So Carol deserves all the love that you can muster up in the chat. And those memberships go to David W., Adam Lee, Scott Brooks, Ryan Ross, and Shane Blandin. So welcome to all of you to Franchise Membership. I know some of you have been a member before and others are um, others are here for the first time. So no matter what, no matter how long, welcome to the CCC crew. And Carol, thank you for your donations. As always, thank you for your generosity. We are so grateful to you as always. All right, let's talk about tonight's game. Pretty easy to go through the two goals because there's only two goals. And generally, I don't like to go through the goals all the time, but these are pretty easy. The first one, less than two minutes in, bit of a scramble play. It was Juleson and Susie scrambling on D. It was actually our, our top line scrambling on offense and Philly kind of a kind of dominated play, had a couple chances at Demko, and then the puck goes out from the corner. And I can't remember who fanned on it, but someone fanned on it. And it goes all the way to Zamula, the fabulous Zamula. And Zamula gets his first career goal, a, a, a shot from the point that Connor Garland kind of did a flyby, didn't block it, just kind of glid by. And then Noah Juleson was in no man's land. It wasn't, was, wasn't close enough to Demko to help stop it. Wasn't close enough to Zamula, nor should Juleson be at the point. But I just, you just want to either block it or get out of Demko's way. The worst thing to do is to be in Demko's way and to not touch it. And I think that's what ended up happening. So the Flyers go up one to nothing. Then, then later in the period, <laughs> no Juleson, always, always an adventure when he's on the ice. First Juleson, uh, the, the shift before this shift that I'm going to talk about, he actually tried to go for a big hit in the Philly zone and he left his D partner to 10 to a three on one. Thankfully, Philly didn't score on that one. But then the next shift, him, he got caught pinching and then Petey was trying to back, uh, help back check. And admittedly, Petey, I think, uh, kind of let up. Couturier got a step behind him. Petey had to take a hooking or a slash. I guess it was a slash. And then Couturier gets a penalty shot. He hasn't played in two years because of injuries. Comes in like kind of half sideways, half backwards, and then snaps a shot past Demko. And then it's two nothing. And that's it. That's it. That's all the goals they needed. And then uh, that was all in the first period. Second period was brutal. Philly outshoots Vancouver 22 to 3. Sometimes teams only get 22 shots in an entire game. But 22 to 3. I could I could accept it if the shots were like 22 to 20 and both teams got a lot of shots. Or if it was 4 to 3 and, no, and both teams didn't get any shots. But for one team to get 22 shots and the other team, our team, to get 3... That was pretty bad. That was one of the worst periods I've seen the Canucks play in a long time. Third period, the Canucks push a little bit. Um, they come out, and there's a couple really, really big plays, uh, almost turning points or plays that could have been turning points. The first one is Garland chases a rebound in, puts it behind Carter Hart. It gets called off after a review. And it, uh, we talked about this on Game Over Vancouver. By the way, shout out to any of you who are on Game Over Vancouver. Put in the chat if you're in Game Over Vancouver as well and, and, and that you're here obviously with me too. So that's double duty for you. So unfortunately, um, Garland gets called for... Actually, they didn't say who the goaltender interference was on. 
Uh, it wasn't a penalty, but they took back the goal. So John Shorthouse and Dave Tomlinson were focusing on Brock Besser, who was battling with a Philly defenseman in the crease. He was in the crease, but he did not impede Carter Hart. So it wasn't Brock Besser that interviewed with Car- interviewed that interfered with Carter Hart. It was actually Connor Garland who actually nudged Connor Hart before he put the puck in the net. It happened so fast you can't blame Garland. Uh, in fact, I applaud Garland for going to the net. And that was a coin flip whether that was going to get overturned or not. Unfortunately, it did. And then the Canucks are still down 2-0. Then they have a chance to go on a power play when when uh, Stahl nails DiGiuseppe from behind. And then Noah Juleson comes in and kind of comes to DiGiuseppe's rescue or at least jumps on Stahl. And then that negates the penalty, the power play that the Canucks were going to have. We don't know if the Canucks were going to score on that power play. But still, the power play was negated. And it's really, really too bad. And, and Parker and I talked about this on Game Over. Is It's weird to say Parker and I talked about this on Game Over, not on Connects After Dark, but it was on Game Over. And we were talking about the fact that with the trade that I'll get to in a second, maybe Noel Juleson knows that either his time is limited or that um, you know he's got, a, he's got someone breathing down his back or his neck or whatever the term is, and that he could lose a spot in the lineup. So Juleson's trying to be a good teammate, trying to do everything, but trying to do too much. He's trying to make too many big hits. He's trying to stand up for his teammates, taking his, his team off the power play. So not the best outing for Noah Juleson. So the Canucks don't get that power play. And then really, and the, the, the last thing I want to talk about is at the end of the game, when when Philly took a late penalty for a slash, that um, it was tricky because the Canucks were down to do pull the goalie. So it, what ended up happening is the Canucks retained possession for about 30 seconds and then they pulled Demko. Um, no statement trying to be made, just uh, Rick Tockett just making sure that they they had possession and they, they give themselves the best chance to not only score a goal, but not also not give up a, another one. So I didn't mind the effort in the first, after the first goal. I certainly didn't mind the effort in the third. That second was really rough, <laughs> like really rough. And you add it, up, add it all up and the Flyers aren't that good of a team, but they're good enough to beat Vancouver tonight. Now, um, Rick Tockett did not mince words after after the game. He says he doesn't know who the Canucks think that they are. They're not anyone right now, meaning um, they shouldn't be cocky. They shouldn't be overconfident, even though they knocked off the Oilers twice because what have they earned really so far? Nothing, nothing. And he did say that Demko was the only player that was good for the Vancouver Canucks. And I certainly cannot disagree. And that's why I said Thatcher Demko was amazing. Everyone else was not. So that's some thoughts on the game. I'd love to get your thoughts on the game in a few minutes, but I'll just talk about the trade as well that the Canucks did today. So uh, the Canucks traded away Jack Rathbone, who was a 2017 fourth round pick, and uh, Carol Plastic, who was a 2019 sixth round, fifth or sixth round pick. Rathbone has had three cups of coffee with the Vancouver Canucks, only played 28 games total, I think five points. And you guys know how much I like Jack Rathbone. I thought he could be a really good good uh, piece of this team a few years ago. Do you remember when we were all worried that we were going to lose him to free agency or back to Harvard after he came out of Harvard, but he, he ended up signing with the Canucks and we were all excited because we thought that he was going to do something amazing. Uh, but I'll get to that in a second because speaking of amazing, we got Carol coming through once again, and this is pretty amazing.
Carol gifts another five memberships, $25 worth, and it goes to Edmund, Duncan, Raiden, Jack, and Matter. So thank you, Carol. Once again, let's give Carol some love in the chat, single-handedly keeping this train going, and welcome to a CCC membership, the five of you. Carol has now done 10 memberships tonight. That's $50 donation, and our CCC crew now, with those 10, is over 100 members. 100 members. Wow, exciting. Yeah, Fillmore, I'm, I'm, I accept that. I used to talk about Rathbone a lot. I did. Because I thought Rathbone could be, uh, I even called him Quinn Hughes Light from a standpoint of um, he can skate really well, really well. He's got good offensive instincts, but then we saw his defensive instincts weren't the best, and that's kind of tough when you're a defenseman. He actually wasn't the best passer, and he didn't even make the best uh, reads in the neutral zone. So overall, there's the shine, the luster, came off of Rathbone. As for Plastic, he didn't even play with um, Abbotsford last year. He played in Europe, so that was basically a, a giveaway. Who he got back were two players, uh, a defenseman named Mark Friedman and a forward named Ty Glover. Ty Glover, he's only 23, so he may still be an Abbotsford prospect. He may not, he, I don't know if he's ever going to make the Vancouver Canucks. He was undrafted, actually, and then he went to Pittsburgh. However, with Friedman... Friedman uh, is interesting because he can play. Well, he's a right shot defenseman. That's the first thing you got to know. He's not the biggest guy, but he's a good skater and is, is a bit of a pest, as as we've heard. He um, has only played. He's played fewer, less than seventy games in his career. I think he's got like I can't remember what I said on my vlog. He's got like fifteen points in those seventy games, so not bad. Maybe twelve points. But um, I'm not going to sit here and anoint him as our third pairing right shot defenseman because I don't even know if he's going to outplay uh, Noah Juleson. I don't know if he's better than Cole McWard. Um, but I've seen enough of Juleson in the first three games where I wouldn't mind trying someone else. Um, you know, do you remember in the summer, by the way, when I, we saw Cole, we saw Susie, we know both of them could play the right side. And I kept, in my head, I kept thinking they're they going to go Hughes with Cole. And Cole would play the Luke Shen, Chris Tanev role. And then I saw Susie with Hronik. And then I saw anyone, Hirose, Rathbone, Brisebois, Irwin, anyone on the left with Tyler Myers on a third pairing. And that's where then you can put Tyler Myers on your third pairing. He's an expensive third pairing guy at $6 million, but at least you can play him there. But then Myers and Susie or Myers and Cole were put together throughout the preseason, and now Myers is playing in a top four role. Then Susie gets hurt, so then for sure Myers has to play in a top four role, and they, that's when they put Hughes and Hronick together, and then Cole and Myers. And then tonight, Susie comes back, he plays with Juleson, and Susie was fine. He really was. He broke up a lot of plays, good stick. Juleson was bad. Myers was bad. Both Myers and Juleson had four minutes each in penalties, and they look slow. They, Myers had that horrible giveaway up the middle. Thankfully, Philadelphia didn't score. So I would love for you to stack the top four as I wanted them to do in the preseason. I get it means playing either Carson Soucy or Ian Cole on their offside, i.e. the right side. I get that Rick Tockett doesn't necessarily like a lefty playing on the right side. But what I don't get is how Noah Juleson gets so many minutes, and actually he, didn't, he only got 10 tonight, and how Tyler Myers gets to keep playing in the top four. Well, Myers was okay in the two Edmonton games, but he certainly struggled tonight. So give me, if you want to keep Hughes and Hronick together, fine. Give me Cole and Susie on the second pair. I don't care. 
put either of them on the right, have them do tryouts or whatever, audition to be on the right side, but just give me Cole and Susie over anyone with Myers. And then on the third pairing, you, you can keep Myers there, that's fine, and then try Hirose. So that's the way you get Hirose, if you're not even worried about Mark Friedman yet, and the way you get uh, Hirose into this lineup is by putting one of Cole or Susie on the right. And by doing so, then you're off balance to the right. Then you need to get, uh, you need to get um, Hirose in on the left side. And then that means that, that Noah Juleson is out. So that's what I would do. That's what I would like to see. Um, I don't know what's going to happen on Thursday when they play against Tampa. I'm not sure if that's enough time for Friedman to get in the lineup. I don't know if that's something that they would be planning to do anyways. Or... Or maybe, yeah, Breezeball is gonna, on, now on long-term injury reserve, so that's not going to happen. So more, it's going to be, yeah, of the players you have, there's no other defenseman, um, defensive reinforcements coming other than Mark Friedman because Breezeball is hurt and McCord and Willannon are down on the farm. So you either go status quo, you move one of Kohler Susi to the right and you sit Juleson in, in favor of Hirose, or you bring in Mark Friedman for Noah Juleson, either on Thursday against Tampa or on Saturday against the Florida Panthers. So that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about tonight's game. Then I wanted to talk a bit about the trade and the impact it might have. It sounds like Bluger still weighs away. It sounds like Breezeball still weighs. Maybe Mikheyev comes in and then he makes the the uh, you know the offense a bit better. So that is something that we might be able to look forward to on Thursday or Saturday is Ilya Mikheyev drawing into lineup. Tampa's bad. Uh, they've started off, I think they're 1-2-1, one, and one, so they have three points in four games. Florida's bad. They only have uh, two points in three games. I think they're 1-2. and two. So the Canucks are, you, you didn't think they, this would be an easy road trip. I'm not saying it's going to be, but those two Florida teams are both under 500 where the Canucks are over 500. Finally, because the Canucks beat the Oilers twice, not only it, it props the Canucks stand, uh, position up in the standings, but the Oilers um, obviously are, are sent down a couple notches with those two losses. And it's super early, but you know what's nice? It's nice to see the Canucks atop the standings, or at least not on top, but at least close to the top of the standings. And I'll show you what I mean. I'll show you right here. In, in the Pacific Division, you guys... Again, it's super early, but the Canucks are in third, and they're legit in third. LA's played three games. They only have three. They won tonight. Uh, Calgary has played three games. They're, 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 they're exactly three points in three games. So the Canucks are clear of these teams by a point. Again, it's only a point. It's only three games in, but they're outright legit in second in the Pacific. Vegas, they're 4-0. They're, they're, they're the class of the division. You have Edmonton, who just won tonight. Finally, they, they pummeled Nastro, so they get their first win. They're 1-2. and two. Anaheim's only played two games, so they could technically match, I guess, the Canucks by going 2-1. and one. You, have San, you have San Jose, who hasn't won yet. And the Seattle Kraken, they, are, they have one point in four games, and they are already... Uh, that, that looks very similar to what the Canucks did at the start of last season. And then you look at the league overall... There's only now four teams, make that five, make that six. Yeah, but the, these have an overtime loss. So now that I'm looking at it, there's only, they're one, one, one. There are only th four teams that are undefeated now. Vegas at 4-0, Colorado at 3-0, Boston at 2-0, and the Islanders 
at 2 0. They won a 1 nothing game tonight. But look at the Canucks. I know there's a bunch of teams with four points, but the way they rank them right now, the Canucks are sixth overall in the league. So sky is not falling, but it was a little bit concerning. Uh, last thing I'll say is they wiped the Edmonton Oilers in the season opener on Wednesday. Then they were outplayed, but they found a way to win, which is no nothing wrong with that on Saturday. And then they, today they're outplayed and they lost quite badly. So which team are they? Small sample size. I, I guess we get to find out on Thursday night, but I would love to know in a second, in a second, once I cue you, I'll, I'll read some of your comments. I'll answer some of your questions. Just tell me how you're feeling about this team right now, now that we've seen them play for a week, Wednesday, then Saturday, then Tuesday. But let me do my mid-show sponsor read. Shout out to my primary sponsor, Vanseed Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Lim and his team for all of your real estate needs. Shout out to my secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. You can check them out at ptform.com. Thank you to Gassy Jet Art, maker of that fine artwork. Thank you to Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor. Thank you to Vessi Footwear. Use the link tinyurl.com slash Clay and receive a free pair of socks off your next Vessi purchase. Don't forget that I'm helping to promote this road trip to Seattle, Friday, November the 24th, Canucks versus the Kraken in Seattle, bus ride with Uniglobe Travel, $650 a person. And with that, you get the bus ride to and from Seattle, come back the next day, you get hotel stay downtown Seattle, and you get the tickets to the game probably five or six hundred dollar value maybe closer to six hundred dollar value us you get it all for 650 canadian crazy p is going on the trip i am going on the trip so there it is if you're interested in this trip to find out more details and actually from the 20 my 12-hour live stream on saturday there were two purchases which is awesome i'm not working on commission so i just want you to go because i think uh, come down i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we get to spend the whole day together that that email address the guy's name is neil shark and it's Neil Chark. I always say shark, but it's a C. Neil Chark. And it's Neil C at uniglobecarefree.ca. That's Neil C at uniglobecarefree.ca. Also, if you're looking for Canucks tickets, I've sold a few actually since since the two uh, wins over the Oilers. Email me, canuckclay at gmail.com. And one um, announcement, not even a reminder, because I never told you, I will not be streaming tomorrow night. I'm actually working late at a concert and downtown and i'm not a church concert but i'm not convinced i'm going to be home by 11. if somehow i'm out super early and then I, but no i'm just gonna i better just say so we're not we're not checking it out I, uh, we're not anticipating so i will not be streaming tomorrow night but i will be back to stream thursday night and that's another gonna be another game night when the canucks play in tampa okay mitchell reminder to all of you to subscribe like the video, leave a donation, gift a membership like Carol has been doing, become a member, upgrade your membership, and if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. Friends, let's go. Let's go for 15 minutes or so. We'll do Canucks and hockey-related questions and comments starting now. Starting now. Jasper says, I'm expecting a stronger start on Thursday. I sure hope so. It wasn't the best game, but unfortunately, these games happen. I turned the game off in the third to go eat dinner, but could he use Prime, Bieksa, Sedins, Burroughs, Kessler? Oh, yeah, we could use all those guys. Hughes and Ronick play over 25 minutes on Saturday. Only Wednesday opening, they had low minutes. Yeah, they didn't have to play a lot on Saturday. They're, I mean, on Wednesday, they're up, so 
so much. I'm good, Harry. Hope you're well. I think the Canucks are playing hard today, but it wasn't good enough for sure. The effort is there, but the Flyers are the better team. It's time to move on in the next game. It is time to move on. I don't I don't fully agree that the effort was there in the second period, though, Harry, but I thought the first and third were okay. I still have hopes, even though it was definitely not their best game. They did come off two pretty big wins. They are probably tired, and the refs sucked too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I saw some people going back and forth. I don't blame the refs on this one. We got four. They got four power plays. We got three. We could have had four if Juleson didn't take us off of one. Oh, and by the way, uh, Canucks penalty kill, very good. Four for four. That is a, a, a bright spot of the team so far. Taylor's calling two one-goal wins coming up. I like that. Sell high on Brock. His value's never been this high in his career. Let's get a really good right-handed D for Besser. Pull the trigger, Patrick Ovine. Hey, Fitness, I'm not sure what you're still going to get for Besser. Yes, he had a great game on... Wednesday, but he's already he's already kind of slowing down a little bit. Well, the whole t- no one scored today. When are you done with Myers? Well, technically, we're done after the season. If you're asking figuratively, when I don't know. He was okay the first two games. He was bad tonight. I do not think Chronic News are getting overworked. I don't. It's so early in the season. That slash that led to the penalty shot was a weird call, indeed, JS, because uh, he still got a good he still got a good scoring opportunity. Based on the first three games of the season, let's hear a season record prediction for the season. Still going 42, 29, and 11. 42, 29, and 11 for 95 points. Oh, I'm sorry, Viper. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would do that right now. There it is. My bad. Shout out to Viper, who's been part of the CCC crew for a month. And Viper says. Thought the refing was a little suspect tonight. Uh, that's fair. I I don't necessarily agree, but uh, yeah, when you have a when you have a goal taken away and a power play taken away, then I I could see why people are saying that for sure. McWhorter should play over Myers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You can put six million dollars uh, down in Abbotsford though. Promising first two games. Saw some good things from the team, but to. Today, heck, even last Saturday, showed the same issue, getting heavily outshot and still relying on the goalie. Yeah, it's early. I'm not going to say this is going to be a season trend, but that did happen for sure. What do you think of Susie? I like him. Do you think uh, Friedman gets in over Juleson? I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him get a shot. Oyo is playing 26 a night. That's crazy. Connects are work in progress. They can play good, but they need to improve their lineup. That can help the star players. Yeah, but I think uh, it was a little bit quieter today, but I saw that Lafferty was good. Not so much from Studnik and Hoglander tonight. The no goal call was suspicious. Saw little to no interference. Hart could have still moved. That's fair. Oh, yeah, I know David has the long messages, so it's hard for me to keep keep track. Clay, I was thinking I was pretty upset about the game, but now I kind of chilled with Seattle losing. It makes you feel a little bit better. What do you think about the next three? I think they can go two and one. They probably won't sweep the next three, but they should be able to go two and one. Why does Toggett still like Myers? Good question, Jaskerin. I, I think maybe he just likes his effort, his leadership. Susie and Cole played together in Minnesota. Indeed, they did, Rev Trev. When do you think McKayev will return in slot lineup? I think one of the two Florida games. I thought Garland's goal should have counted. Yeah, a lot of people did. American Thanksgiving is too early of a gauge. Trade deadline. No, I don't agree, actually, fangirl. Uh, the stats show that it's not perfect, but the stats show that uh, it's a pretty good indicator where you are um, at the American Thanksgiving. The trade deadline is not a good indicator because basically all the playoff teams are set, or I'd say 80 to 90% of them. So that's why you see all the playoff teams load up on assets because they're trying to make a run for the playoffs. 
Myers played worse than the entire Oilers roster on the Canucks. Yikes. That, that's, that's tough. Hey, Patrick, please call Ethan Bear right now and get him signed because Juleson is such a nightmare. And Peter will chip in $10. He said he'll think about it, but it might cost you at least 20 Season is still young, but do you think it's concerning Vancouver still struggles with starting on time uh, and lots of penalties in the few games played? Yeah, it's a bit of concern that two of their three games, they're both the road games that they were not, they didn't seem ready. Whoops. Fitness, I accidentally clicked. I was trying to show your message and I put you in timeout by accident fitness. So you'll come back. Don't worry. <laughs> I apologize. Um, now I can't see any of fitness's messages because I timed them out by accident. So once again, fitness, I apologize. That was unintentional. <laughs> and I can't even, um, can I even see fitness's messages now? Oh, I can. I can. I'm so sorry, fitness. That was, I got too excited to fast with my, uh, with my fingers here. So give me a sec, guys. I got to unhide. I mean, yes. All right, let's see if um, that works now. Season is still young. Okay. So a message that I hid by accident from fitness says, can I ask Alvin who's hiding in your closet? Oh, sorry. Can I ask Alvin who's hiding in the closet? What he thinks of no jewels and we'll be sitting in Abbotsford, sending him down. Well, I only asked Patrick Alvin one question and I, I do reserve that for Peter, but fitness, I'll just answer you directly. Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know if Juleson's going to be sent down just yet. I, I think they want to see what they have in Friedman first. Do you think the lineup will be on Thursday? I think it's going to be the same except for Mikheyev. I don't think we're going to see line juggling just yet. We look terrible until halfway through the third. Yeah, the third, there's a bit of a push. Pedersen slashed the ice. That was one of those where he did nothing to the shooter. Yeah, because he still got a good, uh, still get a good shot off, didn't he? Kraken have no offense right now. Yes, that is true. Myers is is who he is. I've accepted. I can't deal with another defenseman like Jolson that's even worse. <laughs> I can handle one horrific player, but I can't deal with two. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was pretty funny, Peter. They end up crashing the net. Yellowberg, I'm not sure which comment you're you're referring to now. Ref will call lots in December, and, and then they let up. That's true. They usually do that for sure. Myers shooting the puck, then hitting PD hurt everyone's heart. Yeah, that was that was that was could be worse. I think Mikheyev gets in by. Um, I would love Thursday, but maybe Saturday. Lose the next six? No way, Angelo. Kuzmenko better not take another offseason of Bally. He looks terrible. Yeah, he had a good start, and he hasn't done a lot since then, has he? Since we are the Vancouver Penguins, we should trade Garland for Adam Graves. Yeah, a little old, long in the tooth for me, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Myers and Jolson mistakes led directly to all the goals. Yep. A lot of line. Yeah, a lot of line got, I think, two, if not three shifts in the third. I think that was just a one-off. Rutherford is definitely stealing all the Penguins. <laughs> Fitness, another message that I accidentally deleted. Wouldn't say Tampa and Florida are bad, like you said, only three games in. They're still very good teams. Yeah, uh, Tampa's definitely got firepower still. They're missing Vasilevsky. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Their records are bad. They're not bad teams. 
How many choice words do you think Talkit had for his players? At least 17. I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure a lot. Myers made mistake after mistake, yet kept getting ice time. Yeah, because he was top four. Bavili has also been invisible. More important now that the Canucks should try and make a move and create space to sign Bear. Juleson is just not NHL caliber. He was thrown at Colbert, Hiroshi, and Myers. I would take that. I uh, no, you got Susie in there too. I go Hughes Ronick, Cole, um It would be Hughes Ronick, Colbert, Susie Myers. Yeah, sorry, fitness. I, I'm sure fitness will you'll forgive me. Come on, Bo, do something. Yeah, I, I score watch every night, Ricky. I see what the Pacific teams do and I see what the Canadian teams do. Just out of habit. Yeah, I, I, I assess fitness a five minute major. Fitness in the corner. <laughs> Elliot Freeman said that he owned the Canucks, he would offer PD 11, $11 billion. Yes, I saw that. that. That sounds like a big number. Vegas, almost entire roster returned. It looks like they're still hungry. Who's finishing first? Angus? I think Vegas is going to finish first for sure. Myers is so bad. Holy, do you think they will try to trade him during the deadline? They could, especially because he's on an expiring contract. Do you think Canucks should have been more physical with their game and take less penalties? Yeah, but I would I would always say that. It's easier said than done, um, Harry. Yeah, I, I just don't think they had an answer for Philadelphia's forecheck. If Fabro was in our lineup tonight instead of Garland Juleson, wouldn't the result be different? Would the result, or doesn't matter. We deserve to lose poor performance. Yeah. I don't think Fabro makes that much of a difference in tonight's game. Juleson, late first rounder. Friedman will make the roster because he has more NHL experience than Juleson. Watching the replay, Elias got his stick pretty good. Okay, that's good to know. That's a good unbiased take. Bo was pretty quiet tonight and didn't hear much of him. Yes, Bovile has been invisible. Oilers offense woke up in a big way and Vegas won again. Is this the start of a return to normalcy? Well, could be. We're only weakened in the season, but um, yeah, let's take our wins over Edmonton and run for sure. I was referring to the Viper. Okay. Shoot, LeBurg, I can't remember what your last comment was now too. <laughs> Thank you though. What do you think the problem was with the Canucks today, the forwards or defense? Oh, uh, forwards. You have zero goals, then it's it's the forwards. Defense, they only led in one goal during the flow of play. The other one was a penalty shot. No, I, I think Fabo's always been linked here, Jay, but there's no rumors saying that it's, it's happening. Some hear that Bull deserves to stay, but a Juleson, Myers, PDG, Bo, and Garland can get traded. Hopefully they can get a few other teams to be in a big trade. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if a lot of those players are desired, though. That's the thing. Do you think Canucks will be doing any more trades in the next couple of days? No, I don't. Lafferty looked good today, and PD tried his best. Yeah, PD's effort was there, and Lafferty... I would have loved to see Lafferty in the third period, but he got that 10-minute misconduct just for putting a, a puck in the net after the whistle, though. Ian and Ethan D. Sorry, Ian and Ethan D pairing should be called the Cole Bear Report. Very good, Fillmore. Very good. Would I trade Garland, retain Myers, and a pick for Fabro and Sissons from Nashville? Sissons is from North Van and can bring some speed for us. Yeah, I, I like Colton Sissons. Uh, Fabro's fine. I don't know if you, you, I guess you could retain a little bit if you're getting 11 million off the books. Yeah, I, I'd be open to that. I don't know if Nashville's doing that though. Vancouver will for sure clinch a wild card. I hope so. 
Or can we go after Aston Reese and Kessel and reunite the fourth line with Lafferty? <laughs> That's a good pull. Yes. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if we can do that. That would be fun. Is fitness still around or because I think he's unbanned now. That's more than five minutes. CV, my clay, my clay, my day has been great. I hope yours has been as well. I was listening to Donnie and Dolly when the trade was announced. It was interesting heart hearing breaking news. Yeah, they could react real time. That's cool. And Bear signs, what do you personally do, Clay? Hughes and Bear or Hughes and Ronick? No, I don't think Bear can handle first pairing units. I'd stay with Hughes and Ronick and put Bear on one of the two bottom pairings for sure. Oh, good. Fitness is back. Fitness, just go crazy. I'll answer all your questions for the next three minutes. Laffy didn't hear the whistle. wasn't his fault, but he didn't need the crap beating out of him. Yes, I agree. Five long, hard minutes in the Simbin kind of felt undeserved like a lot of the Canucks penalties this year. Just another victim of a makeup call. Yes, Fitness, I owe you. I owe you. So uh, whatever you ask, as long as within reason, I will do my best to answer over the next five minutes. Yes, Ty Glover's from England. He's a Brit. By the end of the season, do you think the Canucks will hold on second or third place? Nope. I think they'll be fourth or fifth. The Habs have been up there in the four-plus goals per game allowed. Canadian teams. Right now, I would rather see McWhorter over Juleson. I'm with you, Viper. I'm with you. No one said anything about Demko's 40 saves tonight. Well, Kaya, I, I led with that. I said he was outstanding. Best player on the ice. And I think... I think it goes without saying so, but are you surprised more people aren't talking about it in the chat? I don't know. I think I, I covered it pretty well. A lot of times people in the chat will either reiterate what I say or they'll come up with some stuff that I didn't come up with. But regardless, I think we all know that he was the only reason why. Yeah, literally the only reason why we didn't lose by way more than two. Yeah, not doing ask me anything tonight, Justin, but so I'll just answer it now. Why did they make Jay and Cody drop the title so quick after the range just started? Does this pivot? Uh, the storyline back to Jay versus Jimmy and Cody versus Ryan. I think so. Maybe they want to do something for Survivor Series. Yeah, that that uh, putting the the belts on Cody and Jay seemed like a bit of a hot shot move. I don't think they need to do that. On paper, do you think this team could be on the same level talent wise as 2011 team? No, no. Um, I think offensively potentially, but I think they're the Depth players were still better on 2011, and definitely the defense was way better. That that defense was was much better than the Canucks have right now. I think that the Myers-Juleson comment I put was by far the funniest comment I did so far. I mean, it's true you can't have two perfect girlfriends at once. Got to handle one, but not two. Uh, I usually don't talk about having more than one girlfriend. Well, I don't talk about having a girlfriend at all because I'm married. Demko, definitely a first star. Absolutely. I'm glad Martin is in Columbus now. DeSmith is an upgrade for him. Absolutely. In my opinion, Demko is one of the best goalies in the league. Absolutely. Vancouver is lucky to have him. Indeed. All right, guys. I got two more minutes. Tuesday night's got to be my short night. Got two more minutes. What type of effort do you see on Thursday? A better effort or come up short or win a close one? I think they win against Tampa and they might lose against Florida. That's my guess. And then they win against Nashville. So they come back um, three and two on this road trip. Is the hip check a thing of the past? Is definitely not used as much because um, it's hard to line a guy up like that. I don't know if it's considered dangerous, but um, it's just it's just hard to catch a guy like that now. People are such good skaters. Demko with the save of the year that was beautiful. How many goals do I think Hrosti gets a season? Uh, one, because I don't think he's gonna play that much. Yeah, one. 
it's funny how uh loss brings everyone back to reality well it, it's perspective i'm not down i'm not down but i i was excited when the canucks won two way I, I didn't think they're gonna win the stanley cup but that's part of what being a fan for sure i expect them to be a lot better uh, it can't be much worse than today kaya who are the top two candidates most likely to get traded before the trade deadline i'd go garland for sure and either Bovillier or myers do you think they'll play demko against tampa and then to smith yes i do think that i think they'll go demko to smith against florida and then demko against nashville on tuesday i think demko has more saves of the history coming up oh still even more good saves is what you're saying tampa is on a three game losing streak and i'll end these last two imagine hamu's hip checking mcdavid <laughs> uh, yeah yeah they would be massive hamu's was so good but i don't think he can catch him and then fitness says clay is that veteran presence to calm everyone down when everyone starts going off the rails after one loss i did see a lot of people going off the rails after one loss for sure and kai anything specific yeah i think they got to uh despite how bad the giveaways from from um from Gilson and Myers, I think it's more on the onus is more on the forwards to get to the net, create, win some battles. It's it's Rick Talkett really talked about the Canucks lost all the battles tonight. Hoy, last minute for sure. Do you think McKayev is similar to Sam Lafferty uh, with speed and grit? No, uh, I don't think they're similar players at all. McKayev is more of a skill player with speed. Lafferty is more a speed and grit type guy. All right, friends, thank you for being here. I will do my quick wrap up now. So uh, thank you, moderators, for keeping this a very safe space. Thank you, legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Carol Bovalander, legendary Andrew Chang, and the Hall of Fame and franchise members as well. Thanks for your support, as always, and to everyone else. Uh, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing. We had Carol gift 10 memberships tonight, also using her membership message monthly membership message and viper using the monthly membership message thanks for you to all of you for supporting me that way and welcome to the 10 new members of the ccc crew don't forget uh as i always do if you're looking to go on that road trip friday november the 24th email neil c at uniglobecarefree.ca if you're looking for canucks tickets email me at canucklay at gmail.com and if you're a uh, reminder that I'm not streaming tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I'll be back on Thursday night, same time, same place as always. Friends, thank you. Listening on podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. And thank you for being here as always on your way out. You can subscribe, like the video, leave a donation, become a member, upgrade your membership, gift a membership. And overall, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a good... It didn't feel like the Canucks played forever ago. It was tonight. It was just really, 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 really early. Okay, friends. I'll see you on Thursday unless there's some massive news and I vlog tomorrow. Otherwise, stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. And take care of each other. Did you hear about the guy who bought an igloo? He moved into that igloo and all his friends threw him a big surprise housewarming party. Yes, but now he is homeless. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.